The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by, don't worry about all that right now. I am one third of your host. Shady boots. Nigga got on his shading pantaloons. Okay. Not even intentional. <laughs> but got his, <laughs> his shade and do rag on. <laughs> I don't want to Whoa. Unintentional hilarity. I want a third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigga Mort, aka Y'all Niggas Can't Drive, aka Please Leave Me Alone, Thank You So Much, aka Ain't Nothing Worse Than the Office Snitch That Is Proud of Being the Office Snitch. I hope they suffer. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co host. Hello, everybody. It's one of your uh, favorite people is London's mom, aka Candace, aka one of the co-founders of Flawless Noises Media. And since Jeremy was uh accidentally shady, uh pretty soon this podcast will be brought to you by Flawless Noises Media. Um we might as well just go ahead and inform you that Ratchet Rambling and Mama Meets World and not so newlyweds will be leaving the network um, for a network that Curtis and I have put together. And so get ready for some new things in 2019. It's all about new beginnings uh, and working smarter and not harder. And, you know, just taking our power and agency. So yeah. I'm going to turn it over to the third and the, I don't want to say biggest piece of shit because the, the, the margins have narrowed themselves. As uh, they should have. <laughs> so, so everybody, I'm going to let Mr. One Third introduce himself and <laughs> go from there. <laughs> oh, Curtis the Menace. Here in the building, aka Trilepsis on all social media, updated to Mr. 36%, very slim margins, but we're gonna see what the next six months bring. And um have to say a quick apology for last week. We recorded a whole episode and listened to jokes. Like, oh god, I have such good jokes. But we unfortunately lost that audio, so we could not bring you an episode, but we are here this week, and we are going to do our best to salvage something, because some of the offerings this week were dry. I ain't going to lie. And we dropped two of them, so good luck, everybody. Yeah, because we had six shows come on this week, and we were like, okay, so who ain't making the cut? Because, child, the ghetto. So, speaking of the ghetto, let's start with Married to Medicine. Yeah, we might as well get it out of the way. Andy, um, keep it. Yeah, you could have kept it. <laughs> keep it. Keep it like we don't need uh, three reunion pieces, especially if, like, so far we've had two 
and one and like one and a quarter of it has been useless. Like, sorry, don't care. You know, and you would think after seeing the ratings for the season that uh you wouldn't try to stretch it to three episodes. Yeah. Especially if you're gonna air one episode and then take a two week break during the holidays. Like that was just stupid. And, and so with that being said, my biggest issue with this reunion was as usual, Toya's dumb yak mouth ass. Bitch, you look like a yak in the face. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> brontosaurus built ass bitch. Like, I, like she looked like Papa <laughs> from uh from Avatar. Eugene <laughs> <laughs> be like, yep, yep. <laughs> Yep, yep, fat, fat. <laughs> no, fat, fat is him. <laughs> well, she ain't according to Contessa. They both had their BMI, so I mean, hey. Well, she didn't lie. It, like, this whole, like, she basically was like, well, if Quad not married, she can't come around the group. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck. Like, not to be, not to be funny, but y'all had a meltdown all season that Quad wasn't coming around y'all hoes. Right. Remember? Now, all of a sudden, it's, oh, she don't need to be friends with my husband. If she ain't married, she can't come on the group Don't trip. nobody want Eugene fat ass? But nobody. you. But you. And even if Eugene wasn't a fat, big titty, wide hip ass, childbearing hips, having ass nigga, he's still not that attractive. Shit. <laughs> no lies told, but shit. No lies God, told. Damn. <laughs> not Ooh, not sure. a lot. You oh, know, you know what? Um, feel built ass nigga. You remember, uh, <laughs> y'all remember that episode of Girlfriends with the nigga that um, Joan was talking to that was wide as fuck had that girdle? Yes. <laughs> that who you do remind me. You need a myrtle. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he need a he need a bro from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody's like, yeah, I don't agree with that. We still want Quad to come around. So she just sitting there looking it's, it's goofy with all that goddamn uh, Ampro brown gel on her motherfucking forehead. <laughs> I finally saw because I didn't watch the first part, so but I listened to y'all talk about it. So I finally saw her ponytail, and I was like, "Ooh, child, the ghetto, ooh, child, no swap edge me. control." That bitch. I'm telling you, because any so if any of my in any of the gay men or women know, like you could tell the difference between when you when you slick a ponytail when it's dry versus when it's wet, and it definitely looked like that bitch was slicking her ponytail while it was dry. And used all that goddamn gel in it. But again, nobody wants Eugene, bitch. Nobody is even like nobody really fucks with Eugene to begin with. If y'all notice, <laughs> like, <laughs> like nope. if you like close attention, the men themselves like Eugene be around, but nobody gives a fuck about Eugene. Nope, they care more about Greg than they do Eugene. Which is say, which imagine, imagine your group of friends, your group of male friends, care more about a cheater than you. Yeah, when they when they had cut to when it was just all of the men talking about they feel like they gotta they gotta choose sides. You do, and you should, and y'all shouldn't want nobody around that has treated their wife the way he treated Quad. Like, let's be fucking honest. And this is my problem with men in general is that when it comes to holding other men accountable, they never can. They have talked all season about what Quad was doing to get the marriage or keep the marriage or save the marriage and this, that, and the third. But they have never once gone to you, uh, gone to Greg's stupid ass and said, hey, man, you was hitting on your wife? 
you you was cheating on her for a long time like you was like you telling us you went back to the hotel but y'all ain't do nothing but all the reports all the stories everything your wife is saying everything the mistress is saying is that you and this woman was having a long-term affair this wasn't a one-time thing or no y'all met at the club and then you you felt remorseful and didn't do nothing you really been a piece of shit ass man the only one that halfway tried was cecil no, he was the only then, one. Yeah, even then, Cecil just asked them, "Do you want to make I it work?" It. But yeah, but he was like, "Are you doing everything in your power to make this work?" Right, like you claim you are. Right. And, I mean, we know that the answer was no, even though he sat up there and lied. Look, <clears throat> he looked like a fat uh, Jerry from Tom and Jerry. He looked like <laughs> if you, he looked like if you burnt a biscuit in the oven. True. I just I just don't have like I don't like men and women that do that. Like y'all always want to hold the woman more accountable than you hold the man that actually victimized her. Like right. in the previews, it Correct. keeps coming up that Quad is like, you you pick me up and you slam me on the floor because she pulled a knife on him. My bitch. Hey. Stab him. Stab him. But it, it appears that Greg had been abusing her more than just emotionally and verbally and all like that. He was like physically abusing her. And so to me, it's like, what, what decision is there to be made about who should be around the group? Right. Damn sure shouldn't be, y'all damn sure shouldn't want you, yourselves and y'all women around no woman beater. Correct. Right. But it's like you said, men, in particular straight men, we don't hold each other accountable. Cause listen, let me tell you something. I'm quick to cut a nigga off. I'm quick to quit cut a nigga off just because your breath stinks. So I'll be damned. Come on, I, Jeremy B. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm if I'm kick in with a cheetah and then a, a, a woman beat on top of that boy. Fuck you. Yeah. Which it, one of them said fuck the hook? Cause that little line had me laughing. Was it all? What shit was it on? Uh, was it Cecil? No, it, it was one of the women, I think. See, I can't remember. I don't remember. But speaking yeah. of hooks, um, what the fuck was Mariah talking about? Like, us. I feel like you could say that for damn near every episode, damn near. Pretty much, but I'm like, you did all of that jaw jacking, all that grandstanding, and multiple times you have been asked to bring the receipts to the table. Only for Listen. you to sit up here and talk about ain't no receipts. I was just in my feelings and I said some shit. Color, contact, concubine strikes again. Not only that, how dare you sit there and talk all that shit to Quad with your eyebrows looking like they sharp. Looking the, looking, the way, looking the way that you look. Mariah, she looked a mess. I'm sorry. She looks a mess. A goddamn mess. If, if she looked worse than Toya and that's saying Ooh. something. <laughs> Ooh. That's 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 a feat. That's saying something, cause Toya looked like that. Uh, she looked like that lightning bug from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> she do. She do. And then Toya, the other thing, cause she she had the nerve to, to sit up there and say that she looked like money. Talking mm. about oh I don't have to brag about money I can't help it if I just if I just look like money mm. we're not talking about monopoly bitch what is you what because you don't mm. look like no real money look like bankruptcy you don't even look like KFC money 
look like mm-hmm. Monopoly money. Mm-hmm. She don't even look like Monopoly money. She looked like mm, she looked like. I don't know. I don't have nothing for no bitch who's still wearing color contacts in 2019. So, I mean, right. we can just leave it where it's at there. Correct. And she's still yeah. wearing half wigs and shit. Like, girl, well, I see the line on that half wig. Sit your mm-hmm. dumb ass down. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have no energy for it. Toya, no, I- Toya and Mariah can eat shit. Yep. Uh, take Simone, Simone too. You can take all three people <laughs> on that couch. Yeah. Take that whole yes. side of that couch and yes. dump it in the trash where it belongs. All did. that lying Simone did about not coming that quad and they rolled that beautiful bean footage back. Talk about receipts. Okay, when they rolled the bitch footage back. <laughs> the bitch footage. <laughs> that's the one thing, I mean, we drag Andy and he, and, and, which, and he deserves it, but that's the one thing I will give him. They do roll them receipts back, or at least they done started to. He was quiet as a, as a hoe in church. Mm-hmm. Like oops, but yeah, they could have kept this. Mariah was lying. Toya sounded stupid as usual, and that cook yes. fest when all the men came on, like they really could have kept this. Cook fest, accurate. Yeah. Well, I don't have nothing else for Miracle Medicine. Moving on, let's. Uh, we about to saddle up for VH1. Mm. Um, so, so love and hip hop New, New York. Yeah. Um, uh, first and foremost, Jewels need some Polydent, like. <laughs> It <laughs> do not make <laughs> listen because I was I was telling my co-hosts and friends in the pregame like I've seen Joel's on the show like I haven't been faithfully watching this season but I but so I I, I look you've I been aware it, I, casually but I gave it a good look this episode and between that lisp because he trying to hold them half teeth in. Mm. And then it's like they they is it just me or are they crooked? Like do one side of his mouth like poke out farther than the rest because the, the fake gums are poking out? Is it just me? He didn't he it's just that he got some cheap flippers. Like he got some last minute dentures or some shit. His, his face looked like um what's the name of that movie? You know, in minor, minority report when Tom Cruise did that thing and his whole face like melted down. <laughs> That's yeah. what Jewel's look like. I'm like, when did he? Well, I was gonna say, when did he start looking like that? But crack, crack, crack. And mm. yeah, which is so sad to, because he was the most. Um, he was super handsome to me. He was back in this heyday. Bite size, but <sighs> drugs really fuck people up, and we gotta. In hip hop, y'all really need to start having real discussions <clears throat> about drug use and addiction because. Yeah, it looked like his. It, he looked like when kids' teeth rot out from sleeping with a bottle, and then they gotta get all them silver caps and shit. That's <laughs> that's that's what his mouth reminds me of, and just the fact that you have smoked your goddamn teeth away, and now you got in those goddamn beauty pageant flippers and shit. He done cracked it away. It's just, it's a mess. And then we saw some of their wedding pictures because they got married this weekend. Mm. He looked the fuck miserable. Mm. He, he he looked like he can't wait to get to jail and get away from that bitch. Mm. He looked mm. like he was trying to hold his teeth in. It, well, no, nah, he looked like he, he ain't want to be there. That nigga, got, that nigga looked like he got married to be able to get a conjugal visit. So <laughs> he won't have to beat off for the next 27 months. 
that or so she can't say nothing against him. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. He, he looked like he was looking like um like that one kid that get called on to read in, in class, but they can't really read. So they put their head down to try to fake it so they don't have to read in front of everybody and embarrass themselves. That's what he looked like. I mean, I'm not convinced he can read now, but fair point. Fair point. I, I feel like he can read. I just am convinced that now he has cracked brain. You know how like women have pregnancy brain, but now he has cracked brain, so he can't even think normal. He smoked his brain away. Mm. Well, because well. also, <laughs> it would be wrong with Kim Bella. Everything. Everything. Why? Why do she not dress her size? Why is Kim Bella? <laughs> Them bustiers be mighty tight. I'd be Ooh. like, child, can you breathe, baby? Ooh, Lord, Ooh. I I can't breathe for you. Goddamn. Ooh. She just she she be she been think, going through it. She looking real haggard. Like Jesus. Yeah. I think Kim Bella's work is good, but she can't dress for shit. Yeah. yeah. It's and like. It's like it don't make no sense because it's like you have enough body. You don't have to wear clothes that are too small to accentuate what you no, have. You have this. a lot of it. No, let me. So I'm on her Instagram right now and mm. she did a photo shoot for like a bridal photo shoot for a magazine. And what she wore in the photo shoot is what she should have walked down the aisle in because what she walked down the aisle in, she just looked so tacky. I'm gonna yeah. have to put the picture in the group chat, but um, she just she has way too much body and does not know how to dress it. Yeah, she reminds me. She just just oof. she remind me of them women on Twitter that be wearing two little bras for their titties and they have in the damn must be screaming freedom like Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Yeah, uh, she should remind that should because that's exactly what she doing. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, this was real good, Candace. This was real good. Why she didn't? Because mm. she looked good in this picture. What the fuck, Kimbella? What the fuck? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Mm. Um. Good luck, everybody. So, uh, <laughs> um, real quick, um, shout out to Rich Dollars for having all that Fenty Beauty on. <laughs> We gonna call them fifty dollars. <laughs> fifty dollars. Oh, Curtis! <laughs> At least he matched Fair. his foundation. <laughs> Fair. Fair. You know he hasn't been looking quite a mess lately. I, I get it. Listen, he's like, I need some color. Yeah, he's like, I'm. I'm tired of looking like Speedy Gonzalez. Well, no, he he didn't stop. Mm. He just has some color, thanks to that bronzer. Well, you know. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Mariah ain't got a two-year-old sister. And I don't care nothing about that shit. Who? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't care about Alexa Sky pursuing her music career in New York. Who? Exactly. Mm. Okay. Oh, one thing, I did not know that um, whoever that nigga is that she uh, signed signed to or trying to get signed to. I did not know um that's who the six nine fellow is is signed with. Yes. Hmm. Well he's no longer signed with anybody. He in jail. True. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> true. So true friend. True. 
But I did not know that. I was like, hmm. So, because when she said, and then Fed's investigating, I was like, wait, for what? And then, like, oh, that's why. Mm. 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 Well, Sydney Star. Oof. 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 You, you, you need a different lane, sweetheart. You, you, you can't rap, girl. At, at at best, you need a ghostwriter. You something, something. No, you don't need anything. You need to advocate for trans rights and go about your fucking business. It listen, listen, listen. I'm we all about talented uh, musicians, rappers, MUA, all that stuff coming from the community because they have been here doing the work and not getting the recognition for a long time. But Sydney Star ain't it. No. You know, and I'm glad you brought Not it up, Candace. I'm glad you brought it up because I have this. I have a thought, and I want to see what y'all think. Can I wrote this down? Do y'all think? No. Do y'all think? Do y'all think Mona giving sitting at those lines to make a fool of herself? Because I thought about it. Because Candace brought up other people in the community, and I immediately thought of like Bobby from Miami. It's like Bobby be working his ass off, and I just look at Sydney, and I'm just like, you can't be this bad. So, do y'all think Mona giving her lines to purposely make her look that bad on top of her not having no talent, or it's just she ain't got no talent, and that's just, she is really just that bad? I think she's just that bad, and has yeah. been blissfully self unaware until Rich Dollars dragged her. Yeah, by her wig. There was a couple of moments in this episode where Rich was the voice of reason, and I don't know how to feel about that shit. He got that Fenty Beauty on. That's why he a whole new bitch. Yeah, but that was my thought. That was okay. my thought. Uh, what else happened? I definitely and you know, feel free to call me trash. That's fine. But I definitely laughed when Joels and Camilla was telling them kids about him going to see. <laughs> I, was, I don't know why that scene was so funny to me. Can't you ask him that so you don't have to go to jail? He's like, I did. I'm gonna keep trying. <laughs> well, like, you are going to jail. Period. Yeah. <laughs> well, any scene with them made me laugh because of how Joel's talk. So that lisp was wearing that me lisp. out, though. <laughs> that lisp. That lisp was wearing me out. But that was funny to me. Um, and then jumping back to Fenty Dollars. I thought I think that it's so weird that they always like call on him to try to deal with women that he used to be involved with. Like remember on um Atlanta when they called him to come try to handle Erica Mendel and it was like why? Yeah. And then Jonathan trying to call him about Anais and it was just like I don't and, he, and that him, was my first time seeing the pictures that y'all were talking about of Anais after she lost weight. Yikes. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Anais, look, I don't know if y'all have seen any pictures of the of the uh, the wannabe Angelina Jolie, but she looked like a corpse. <laughs> but that's what Anais looked like. Mm. Yeah. Also, Rich um, dragging both of them a little bit, saying, "Look, from the outside looking in, you and that girl just got a toxic ass friendship." Listen, I was like, "This can't be the same Rich Dog, right? It's this got is to not be some kind this, of doppelganger or something, right? This, this ain't the Rich that I know. This a niggy ganger, like this can't be <laughs> a niggy ganger. <laughs> this can't be the real Rich Dollars. I refuse. <laughs> Let me write that down, niggy ganger." <laughs> <laughs> Because I've never seen Rich Dollars make that much sense, like, ever. Ever. 
and on point. And because I mean, shit, they do. They two toxic motherfuckers and just they kiki and call each other yep. friends. Like loose. He gave, he gave Jonathan his little dragon. Like you was doing a lot. <laughs> As usual. I'm glad that you can finally admit that you was doing a lot. All that yelling and screaming and shit. Right. And that was it. So we can get to the main thing because I feel like our friend Candace has a lot to say. I will start it off by saying that I find it weird that all of the conversations with other people that are about Joe and Sin are always surrounding marriage. And it's like everybody and their mama know that Joe and Sin have issues. So why y'all keep trying to push marriage instead of pushing them to counseling or something to help them work out their issues first? Like getting married is not going to magically solve the problems that they have. Correct. So I thought that that was real weird. And um, I feel like, like I said, Candace is probably going to touch on all of the points because the conversation that Joe had with Sin towards the end of the episode was mm. cringy. <laughs> it was it was very, very cringy. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> the floor is yours, friend. Cause I ain't got much. The floor is yours. Uh, so three years ago, Sin went on um, Angelie's lip service podcast, and she basically said, and I'm I don't have the word for word, but I've summarized it as best as possible. She primarily said that the reason that black men love Spanish women like herself is because she doesn't have the same nasty attitude. Well, she doesn't have the attitude that black women have and she's more willing to compromise than black women. And that uh, she loves being with black men because they treat her uh, a lot better than they treat black women. Um, and Angela Yee was gassing up like, ooh, girl, they're going to get you, girl. And she like, I'm just keeping it real. Fast mm. forward three years later, her baby father's trying to rebrand. Now it's all black girl magic this, melanin magic that. Um, and she got caught, you know, saying the word nigga. And people were like, you're not even black. Or why are you saying it? And then she lied and said she was black. And and so a lot of a lot of her bullshit came to bite her in the ass uh, last week. Um, because people were like, well, if you black, how do you, why are you saying that, you know, black men prefer Spanish women like yourself over black women? If you identify as being you know, Afro-Latina, whatever the case may be. So I say that to say this, um, stop going up for these non-black women, please. And even some of the black ones don't go up for them. They full of shit too. But every time y'all do that gold shit, this, that, and the third shit, it always comes back to bite y'all in the ass. I, I don't dislike sin. I'm not going to go up for her. I'm not going to break my neck to, you know, uplift her. I'm looking to uplift other black women and that, and I don't even mean just American black. If you identify as Afro Latina, whatever the case and you show and you about actual black women, then I'm with you. But the, the sins of the world who, who, you know, then she makes this long statement about how three years ago she didn't know and how the black women in her life had taught her so much. And when she'd been through, she didn't know the word nigga was offensive. She's seen it used all her life and well, 
I don't want to hear them lies, girl. I don't. You felt the way that you that you said you did in that interview three years ago, and it hasn't changed. But you got some black dick from a black man that is right now highly successful and highly visible. And you know that a lot of his core audience is black men and black women. Because a lot of black women listen to Joe Budden's podcast. I've listened to it a couple of times um, because he has uh, his ear so deep to the streets of hip hop. Like anybody that's anybody um, is connected. He can, he's connected to them. And that's from the West coast to down South to, you know, all across the, if it's hip hop, he knows that he knows somebody and he's always going to get some exclusive information. So you pretending to be all about black women now so that your man can keep his dollar. Girl, do you just say, do you doing what you got to do? But nobody believes you. Cause you absolutely had no reason to make those comments three years ago. It just reminds me how we say black women ain't saying nothing. Then all of a sudden somebody, well, this is why black women this, and this is why black girl fuck you. Furthermore, we see you on TV begging your uh, your baby father for dick. Like, let's get to the, he treats you so much better, but you've been begging for dick since the season premiere. Like begging, begging, crying to the point you crying. You won't give me no dick, Joey. I need some dick. Like, girl, <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you go through the same shit with these niggas that black women do. So you need to humble down because you went to that man to talk about postpartum depression and he licked you in your face and basically called you a fucking bozo. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's get to the grit of it. Like, you you were so busy putting yourself on a pedestal, and you face the same issues that women in general face in relationships with black men. Being emotionally unavailable, emotionally unintelligent, fucking rude, dismissive, all that other shit. Like, you were, like, as much as you thought you was the, the Spanish exception to things, you not. That nigga's a dickhead to you. He been a dickhead to black women. He been a dickhead to white women. He just a dickhead. Mm. I mean, and again, like when it came out, people was like, that's why I don't feel sorry for it. I still sympathize with you on the postpartum depression home front. And like I said, I still think your baby, your now fiance is a dickhead for how he handled the situation. But um, you were no different. Like you talked all that shit and we see you out here groveling for some wee-wee from a motherfucker that's almost 40 and you like 25. Well, I think that was a excellent dragon. Mm-hmm. Much and I needed. Joe, and I, let me say, <laughs> no, say it, say it. I don't, I don't <laughs> hate Joe, but let me say that I dislike, uh, I dislike how dismissive he is of postpartum depression. Uh, according to Sin, since this was filmed, they went to a counselor or a therapist or a mental health professional so that she could start to feel better and get herself back on the right track. And he's gone with her and he's been more supportive and this, that, and the third. But what I hate about Joe Budden and his dismissiveness of it is that it is a lot of men and not just yeah. black men. It is a lot of men. A lot of men are so ignorant to what takes place 
post childbirth for a woman and how crucial, how critical and how crucial it is for her to have a support system and have some help because a lot of, I won't, I don't know the statistics, but historically women have been so deep in postpartum depression that they've harmed themselves or their babies. So that moment, those months post childbirth, they are very fucking important. And so just seeing that, um, it got on my nerves. Uh, because as somebody who dealt with postpartum, Mike was not dismissive. He was like, okay, I don't know anything about this, but I want to learn about it so I could, you know, do what I need to do to support you to start feeling better and get back on the right, on the right path. So seeing men be dismissive about it, when I know that there are men who take it serious, it just got on my nerves. Well, one, Mike is somebody that has sense, number one. And also, number Joe Budden looks like if you see an uncircumcised light skinned dick, that's also the thing. He looked look like a he looked like a dick that they, they need the ball shaved or something. He's just very fucking annoying. I don't That's I respect true. what he does with his podcast, but he's a very fucking annoying person outside of what he does with his podcast. Like let's I wanna I wanna get that off my chest. All facts. However correct. However, because I'm trash, I do have to admit that I would fuck. He is uh, yeah. <laughs> now nah, he has to sign the NDA because no one can ever know that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because he's way too arrogant to not, you know, have the stroke. And he and he keeps them little young bitches going crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I mean, I mean, she like she literally is having meltdowns about the dick. So that just says a lot. Mm-hmm. He probably he looked like he eat ass. Oh, you know he do. You know he, he do. He has to. And he then especially he, beard. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he's older. You know, he got to do, you know, he got to do what he got to do. He older. He probably real freaky. He probably yeah. like his gooch licked. Yeah, but I was going to say he freaky like four. <laughs> <laughs> freaky like. That is a show. T- that is a nice show title. Freaky like four. That's like, right now. <laughs> I, I just want to tell non-black women, leave us the fuck alone. Please, yeah. we're not bothering y'all. We're not raining on y'all parade. We're not impeding on y'all desire to have mixed race babies just because you think they'd be cute. We don't care. We don't care. Y'all go out of y'all way to try to antagonize and gaslight black women. And it's fucking annoying. And I'm not saying all. If it don't apply to you, then you keep doing what the fuck you doing. But if you're one of those non-black women who always antagonizing black women and all this other kind of shit, leave us alone. Because that girl said she, like, Spanish women don't have attitudes like black women. That bitch been running around cussing her baby father out since the season started. Not compromising shit. He asked her to clean up. She said she wasn't doing shit. So, I mean, I mean, for everything that she was saying, we see the exact opposite on our TV screens with y'all, with you know, with you and Joe. So... In the future, that's why I just pays to be like, when somebody asks you some gaslighting bullshit like that, to be like, girl, I just, men love me, period. All men. Correct. They, like, men love me. It ain't, they, they be black, blue, white, purple, Asian. They be all kind of shit. Men love me because you see the, my ass fat now. Like, that's the way you would carry it. I don't know why you go out, y'all go out of y'all way to try to pitch ourselves against black women. 
That's and if y'all had any fucking common sense, y'all would try to be allies because y'all go through a lot of the same shit we go through in our community. Black men, y'all go through with Spanish men or Hispanic men or Latinos or whatever, whatever you identify as. Women face a lot of the same struggles in their own in their own communities. So all facts. Well, that's all I got for that. Um, same. Mona, yep. listen. Mona. You need to get Mona. you. I mean, you need to get Jim and Chrissy back. I'm really. I don't like nothing that this is. I don't. I'm good. You need to try to get Samantha and and the other baby mama back and the stud mother and the and be like because you wasting our time. This shit boring. Very. I feel like. New York has been mid for like a it long has. time. It has. And she keep trying to bring back people nobody asked for. Correct. Like, like Mona, know when to call the quiz girl. Oof. Moving <clears> on. <throat> Let's go to Miami. What that is. Let's go where the weather is warm. Let's. Speaking of call, calling it quits, um, <laughs> I want gunplay to to call that hair quits because that matted up Dookie braid. Scorpion tail that he got attached to his head. Like mm. I, I don't know much about locks, but I don't gunplay think look, look like he's still like out his mom purse. He do. He do. Like he, if he stopped by to see his mom, he's still out her purse while she in the kitchen cooking. And then help her look for the purse. Help mm -hmm. her look for the money. Mm -hmm. You sure you have forty dollars, mama? Mm -hmm. And she ain't never say the amount. She like, who said 40? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely good play. <laughs> nigga unintentionally tell on himself. Yep. 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 <laughs> so Trick Daddy and Gunplay are Two both. Two ugly dumb. ass niggas. Yeah. Mm. I mean well, well, I tell you that, Gunplay, I don't think Gunplay ugly, but he don't take care of himself. Well, he look like he don't take care of himself. No, he don't take care of himself. That's why he look like that, because he don't. Right, because I don't think he's ugly, but it's evident his hygiene is not. He's not at ugly. All. His hair works completely against him. It just looks so nasty. Yeah, it, it looks nasty, and he looks like he don't shower. Correct. Correct on all accounts. He looks like he shower like maybe once every three weeks. Special occasions. He on the <laughs> Janae Aiko shower schedule. <laughs> oh God! But anyway, Chick Daddy and Gunplay—they both stupid. Correct. And they both basically sat there and admitted that having a good woman extends their life and makes them happy, mm. but still sit there and treat women like shit. Mm. Make it make sense. Ain't gonna be no making sense because they both on drugs. Yeah, and they straight men, so you know. And they straight men, but mm. mostly because, well, mostly because they straight men, and then in addition to that, they on drugs. Correct. Straight yeah. drugs. Mm. And chick daddy look like boo boo. Yeah, he looked like mm. he looked. Oh God! Well, when you do trickery, I you know the other part that uh, trick daddy having his son out there and like this whole I'm a proud dad. Like you don't look like you've been in your kids' lives. Shut the fuck up at all. You don't look like he care about that boy at all. Well, he nobody. Gunplay, he's him and Gunplay supposed to be so close, but he never met him. That tells you how much that son has been down there with him. Right. Mm -hmm. It's either spider always life. trying to flex and tell on their goddamn self. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. But this is Trick Daddy we talking about. So yeah, 
That's all he know. Flex and lie and be stupid. Everything but but do the little bit of stuff that Trina asked him to do. And right. take his lupus meds. Mm. He rather snort cocaine. He looked like he, he said like, it on what? a radio interview. I'm not even being a dickhead today. No, we I know. Saw the, I saw the interview where he was like, "I don't take medication. I just do cocaine and smoke weed." Mm-hmm. We can tell. Yep. Rigamortis body. <laughs> 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 trick Rigamortis. <laughs> Go call him Trick Rigger. <laughs> I was thinking of Curtis. I'll wait for you to say it. He just looked like if, if you found a dead body after it's been dead for a few days. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, yeah, he looked like one of them. Like if you turn on Investigation Discovery, one of the dead bodies will be him. I don't disagree. Yeah. So, um, are the other cast members of Pretty Ricky official cast members or what? Because mm. they've been getting a lot of screen time. And I don't really understand why, but well, you know, I, I guess they all need a check. I guess I don't know. Shit. Oh, clearly they need a check. But so spectacular went to L.A. to talk to Ray J and Fizz for advice because they, well, because Fizz has done the boy band thing allegedly, quote unquote, and I don't really know why Ray J was there because Ray J. Why is Ray J? That that the pertinent question. Why is Ray J? But I don't really care about Spectacular and his family drama. Say the pretty Ricky drama is the only entertaining thing, light. The only thing that has bothered me thus far is baby blue fat ass being in an all white tuxedo on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> I just <laughs> what are you doing, Marshmallow Fluff? My- like a dollop of sour cream. <laughs> I just, my dollop. God, you look like a bowl of old grits. <laughs> dollop spectacular. I just, <laughs> yeah, the nigga look like he looked like spoiled Alfredo sauce. <laughs> hey, if you put spoiled Alfredo with a little parsley sprinkled on it for his beard, motherfucking look like a, a rancid bowl of cream of wheat. I just anything white I could think of. You look like some old ranch dressing. You probably smell like blue cheese. <laughs> Over there looking like Gorgonzola crumbles. What's wrong with you? Why would you dress like that? Why <laughs> you do you have are... on an Easter suit? <laughs> you niggas are crazy. What is you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? What a bow well, tie. You know when you're trying you to flex bitch. and don't know how to flex, I feel like if I feel like if Blue tried to flex, like he would bust a blood vessel or some shit. Absolutely, he'll be he passed out on the beach like Alex. Like I just cannot get over no nigga. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm glad you took that Alex curse. Because <laughs> that's why I said that. <laughs> Ooh, he just look like he just not even trying to be funny. He just look at any given moment. You know what? Let me not say that because that's insensitive to my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, self drag. <laughs> yeah, let me not say that because somebody could definitely hear this and be like, "Okay, then they're gonna be call- calling me Samari." <laughs> You sit up here telling people to play in traffic after your group member done died. 
<laughs> Y'all ain't about to call me Shabari. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, self-awareness. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> I'm going to have to take that joke to the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Or the group chat. Cannot cannot be out loud with that. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty Ricky weird as hell. Um, So, Bobby Lights, Mm. a.k.a. Femtop Bert. I was so mad at Anchor for not letting us give y'all that gym last week. Oh, God. That was one of my best jokes. <laughs> we, nigga, we laughed for 30 goddamn minutes. Yeah, y'all was... Because yeah. <laughs> you can't unsee it. He do look like if Bert decided to be a femme top. Mm. Oh, man. Whew. But he was putting in work, so I wasn't uh, mad at that. Yeah. Again, yeah. like I said earlier, Bobby be working. And got a little bit of talent, unlike, you know, others. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah, he just needs some color. Yeah. He definitely nah, he definitely has too much Fenty. He got all the Fenty. I'm telling you, he got the, listen, he done fucked around and bought Sephora out. Can't nobody get shit because Bobby done got it all. Right. I just want him to get a tan because he'd be looking like Swiss cheese. And I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a problem with the way Bobby looks. I just, he can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> now that's fair. Now that is absolutely fair. Like, I was like, what is this choreography, beloved? Oof. I wasn't even, to be honest, I wasn't even, I, when I saw Prince doing it, I was like, I stopped paying attention. I was, I was like, Speaking what is this? Prince. I was like, what is this crazy list for films? Like, what is going on here? Speaking of Prince, don't do, don't think you doing gay people no favor by being friends with them. Like, if you feel like you taking all this flack for having a gay friend, take your ass home. But every time something is brought up about Prince or whatever, he throwing the fact that he Bobby friend and he treat Bobby like a regular person. Okay, bitch, that's what you're supposed to do to other people. Yeah. Like, stop acting like you making the, like you going out your way to do this for, for Bobby. Right. Like, you get like, ally, that ally ally I was like, this the second time he done brought this shit up. Just yeah. don't be his fucking friend if it's that much of an inconvenience and stress and strain on you. Bobby will be fine. Right. Yep. He'll be a-okay like that. I'm his friend. I don't look at him as gay. I look at him as a person. You should look at him as gay. Why you can't stop trying to sweep who people are under the rug. So you yeah, like, that can't, that can't I don't see him as a gay now. person. Ain't nothing wrong with seeing his gayness. It's right. who he is. That and was you, very it, it, all I mean, now. it's Bobby Lights. How can you not? <laughs> right. Like, it's right. like not even trying to be trying funny. To, yeah, he's doing too fucking much. If it's all of that, don't be Bobby friends. Stop, but stop trying to act like you doing Bobby such a big favor by being cool with him. Like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders because you friends with a gay man. You sound the fuck stupid. A performative as shit. But then you got hatchet face ass JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> JoJo. Ooh, I just, was messy as fuck, and I'm glad she got called out at that brunch for playing both sides against the yep, middle. Yep. Um, you got you telling Bobby not to be friends with Prince, Prince not to be friends with Bobby, running back and telling what Amara said, and it's like, bitch, you are doing the absolute most for a bitch who looked like she had a stroke in the face, stroke face <laughs> ass hoe. Now, as much as, <laughs> as much as much as Prince was doing the most, I did agree with him when they were brought up. He was like, "Why is my name even being brought up?" 
What? But she definitely gaslit him that whole time. Like, get out of my face. That man was Yeah, like, he wasn't right in her face. You stepped into his fucking face, then put your hands on him. Correct. Talking about he was in your face. Like You just I'm got like, a is... big fat ass muggle face. <laughs> right. It's so much of your it's face. It's so much of it. Oh, snuffy ah. little bitch look like snuffy. <laughs> she definitely look like snuffle up against bitch. <laughs> she do. She looked like it was Snuffleupagus and, and Miss Piggy had a baby. <laughs> like, and then, like, everybody gaslighted Prince, like, calm down, why you wilding? A motherfucker put their hands on you for no reason, you gonna wild out too. Especially when they came in lying on you and then put their hands on you. Then gaslit you about it. Talking about, oh, he acting like a bitch. Like, I can't stand when you're... This is how I know that a lot of y'all don't really understand y'all agency and y'all women's power because a man having a meltdown, if you default to what he... All these niggas act like bitches. It's counterproductive, love. It is. And then you look like a... Then you look like a a bag of wet laundry from the neck down. (laughs) Like, you didn't have all that motherfucking plastic surgery and you were still very fucking ugly in the face. Hey, like yeah. if somebody, like if somebody put a put um, a bunch of cabbages in a like a all this bag, it would be her. Yeah, bitch, definitely look like a bag of frozen peas. I don't. <laughs> I really, I do not like that bitch. <laughs> no, you know what she look like in the face. Here we go. <laughs> Come on with it. Here we go, friend. Come on. She look like DJ Khaled. Oh no! <laughs> she looked like DJ Khaled's wife, who also looks like DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled's, DJ Khaled's wife looks like DJ Khaled if he was doing drag. <laughs> DJ JoJo. <laughs> oh God! She got the same nose as him and everything. Oh, uh, then the way she talk. Oh my God. She Ooh, ugly shit. and she got a nasty attitude and she messy, but she tried to pretend like she not messy. So right. she everything I don't like in a person. So correct. Yep. Get beat the fuck up, Jojo. Mm-hmm. No ro- no flowers for you, Jojo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's only been two episodes. That's the part that was blowing me away. This one been then, two episodes, and you've been in mess from beginning from to the end of both up. episodes. Like Jesus, girl, what is you doing? So your is this what this rich ho- people do when they don't have no more money? Okay. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of ugly, mm, chaotic. Mm. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not chaotic. Chaotic, funny to me, but that wasn't where I was going. He, I, he, not relevant enough to even waste time discussing. If you ask me, I was heading towards Miami Tip and Jesse Wu and her sister Wu No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Wu sister Wu child. That's a show. That's my sister show title. Wu no. Listen, Jesse Wu ain't ugly, but she whatever good few good genes did exist, she got them all. Yeah, she took all of them. Because when they when they paying to her sister, and I was like, mm. 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 is she special needs? Uh, <laughs> she definitely looked like she has to wear a helmet when she rides in the car. Sister <laughs> 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 knees. 
Sí, By how ugly sister. she is, I was not expecting that. Oh, I was man. like, whoa. Oh, God. Because Jessie Wu, she not ugly. She ain't the prettiest, but she ain't ugly. She looked just like her mama. She all that sister. All that damn power she had, she need to give it to her sister shit. Ooh, that sister. Ooh. Ooh. First of all, See, stop it's another me. thing that really had bothered me was when Miami Tip was going to get her hair done, and it ended up how it is. Right. <laughs> And I was just like, huh? Yeah, Miami Tip is not nearly as bad of a bitch as she thinks she is. Correct. Like, you met, you just as messy as JoJo. I was just about to say that. Just as messy. And now that you're not stripping, the word is gone. Like, don't nobody give a fuck about what you're talking about now. As a matter of fact. Oh, shit, I forgot that was the same woman. (laughs) She's so insignificant now. As a matter of fact. You've been messy for the past two seasons, like your the debut season last season, and then this season. Now all you do is be messy. Ain't Miami Tip the one that fell off the stripper pole? Yep. All the week, though? Yep. I remember I got it. I remember I got my. Uh, I remember I got my account locked on Twitter for like a day <laughs> because I said she she felt like when Peter Parker was tired in Spider Man Two. We ain't had no energy. Just falling all the fucking time. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> but yeah. And well, then when you do messery. Speaking of messery, Jesse Wu is also just as messy. Damn shit, pretty much everybody on the fucking show basically, now that I think about it. Yeah, pretty much. Other than like Trina. <laughs> Trina yeah. just want to do her album. And you know <laughs> go what that's perform, fine. and that's it. And that's fine. And that's I appreciate fine. Trina for that. Right. Uh, that's fine. And she got them braids in, so you know, we don't have to make fun of her wig this week. Correct. But Everybody on this show, Miss, but continue about Jesse Wu Sista that powder. She decided she agreed to meet with JoJo and Amada, and um... mm-hmm. I'm trying. Mm. I'm, so so okay. So she's mad at Amada's manager because he allegedly stole so, her ideas and stuff. Yep. So instead of going after the manager, you decide to come on this show and be messy, and then when JoJo throws a whole aquarium on you <laughs> you decide you're gonna throw stuff at amada so Help me understand it's so yeah so it's two things it's the management shit and, and then, then, that deal, the then shit it's the, the shit she said to her boyfriend but what it sounds like to me is that she spoke with the now former manager and amada and was like what what is going on and they basically brushed her off like mm girl mm-hmm. fuck you which again i'm not sure 
Jesse Wu can really be mad because it's so many sister circle type podcasts and shows like, and we've been web talking series. about scam empowerment brunches for seasons now. Like that's not like an original idea. It's and not I mean, an original idea. There's even um a podcast and like a, a a vlog called you know Wind Down Wednesdays and it's two chicks and they discuss you know reality TV things going on in black pop culture and shit like that. Rappers, athletes, video vics and all that kind of stuff. So again, for me, I feel like she's overreacting because like you just said, Curtis, it's not an original concept at this point. It's nothing new. Even when we discussed, you know, what type of shows we needed for our new network coming up, that's something that we didn't even bring up because it's so much of it. Right. right. And so also sister circle shows. I want to bring this up. And also, I mean, and this might be petty, but whatever this all show, Jesse Wu has been accused of stealing original content from, from other people for her, sh for her comedy, quote unquote. So, Ooh, I mean, can, well, I you really, yeah. can you really be upset that much, sis? I don't know. So, you know, and you know, what was, you know, what was hella weird to me? <coughs> Excuse me. Was that she was doing that fake Haitian accent in the middle of the conversation? Nigga. Okay, I was ready <laughs> to get to that. I was like, it is so creepy. Me and Mike said the same thing. Like, it is so fucking creepy that you're always like switching to your fake Haitian, over exaggerated Haitian accent in the middle of normal settings. Fake scene. Like, that shit was weird as hell. I was like, what is she doing? See, stop fake. <laughs> Very. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, and, and Amada was just like, "Why do I get the bottle thrown at me? I didn't even escalate the situation, and, and I, like, I couldn't be mad at her about that because, you know, whatever words that they like, were exchanging, I don't believe in that fake good girl, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Amara, I mean, Amara, wrong for what she did with your boyfriend, but she ain't put her hands on you. You ain't had no business to throw nothing at her." And I wonder if we're going to see Jesse Wu again because I remember when this first broke during the film and they said yeah, that she was taking she, up that the she show. got fired. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I hope that this is the last we see of Jesse Wu cuz cuz I'm not in the mood to see her whole storyline be about a nigga she not with no more. Oh, she not with the dude no more? Even no. if she was, I just don't care. Like that too. No, we don't and, know and Jesse Wu for singing. So I don't care about music that she's trying to do. And I don't her, care about her comedy. And her whole get down currently on the show don't have shit to do with her music. All right. she doing is fighting over a nigga. So there's no yep. reason for her to be on here because she's not really trying to get it. So nope. Came on here being messy for a check. That's literally what you did. A check and a nigga that you ain't with no more. So mm. Ooh, well, bye, when, Jesse. well, when you do C study. Mm. 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 Well, moving on. <clears throat> well, speaking of uh, people that we don't care about doing music, Prince alleges that he wants to do music. No one okay. cares. No yeah. one wants it. I'll pass. Yeah, nobody. We we have um, we, we we have Bobby. We have Trina. You know that's that's enough. That's, we that's we yeah we don't need that. Right. And then the last thing, just to double back, because I think that we pretty much have covered everything that happened in the episode that we care about. Um, 
I wish that they would just, you know what we need, we know what they need to do. They need to do a duel in Dubai for uh, Baby Blue and Pleasure P. Like, just yeah, let know, them right? niggas fight already and get that shit out. Let them niggas fight. Let the niggas fight. But, do, you know, make some money off of it. Like, make it a celebrity <laughs> match. Mm. Let <laughs> them fight. Get that, well, celebrity is probably lofty. But, you <laughs> know. That's why I said it. <laughs> let the, let it be one of those things where they, you know, advertise and, and make money off of it. Get Listen. your grief, air your grievances, fight each other, beat the hell out of each other, and let the shit go already. Y'all been arguing for 20, 20 years. Right. Listen, some niggas ain't gonna resolve shit by talking it out. Some niggas just know to fight. They just need just fight it out already. Cause that shit was baby blue trying to get gangster, and it was just like Shit, Negro, Ple- please. Pleasure P too. Like he tried to get Buck, and I was like, "Not Pleasure." Well, P. we already know Pleasure P be doing that, and mm. no one believes you. Right? It's like no one believes you. You need more people. Yeah, like y'all are both too fat. Y'all have both gained too much weight. We know y'all not gonna be throwing no hands. Right. Only They're thing y'all gonna be throwing, throwing cholesterol. Is, okay. And the only thing y'all gonna be throwing is ham hocks. Like we know y'all ain't gonna be throwing no hands. So just stop it already. Either work together and get to the money, or don't. Like you should be glad and 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 happy that people care enough about Pretty Ricky in 2018, 2019 that y'all are able to do whatever the fuck it is y'all trying to do to make money. Listen, let me tell you something. Somebody love you because the goddamn show ain't me. Okay, maybe <coughs> it's Patty. Patty Labelle love you. I don't. Right. And I'm just like, and then Two. when they went out and uh who was it was pleasure talk who was pleasure talking to was he talking to was it spectacular, spectacular? yeah and he's like i don't need pretty ricky and you don't need pretty ricky and i'm like are we sure because you're <laughs> right you all love hip-hop and you were on drink champs because i did listen to the episode when pleasure p was on drink champs and you on there complaining that you know they don't really focus on the men and you don't really get paid the way you know other people get paid on the show so it's like and then bragging about, well, I can go to Australia every year and get a bag. And it's like, it's like, so why don't you just stay there? Right. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you don't need Pretty Ricky to me. I'm sorry. Like, you need something. Either you need Pretty Ricky or you need to stay on this show. Or you probably need Pretty Ricky in order to stay on this show. So let's Correct. call a, Let's be honest about the call situation. A, call a thing a thing. <clears throat> and in, in my uh, brilliant friend Candace's words, you also need some Herbalife. But that's not the end of there. Right. You need some Herbalife. You need some, you need some vitamins. You need something. Something. He needs <laughs> need some sheet masks. <laughs> <laughs> No lies were told. His skin, his skin bothers me. Mm. I mean, his whole aura bothers me. He just, well, you know, pleasure pedophile. So you know, mm. I need to do my research on that because I know the stuff came out, but I don't remember the conclusion. Because the way he was talking about it on Drink Champs was like, you know, that it, it wasn't true, and it was according to him. His conspiracy theory is that it was two members of his group that started the rumor and it escalated to the point of, you know, going into the court system. But I don't know what the resolution was of that was. If any. If any. 
because according, you know, the way he was saying is like they did that because they were jealous because his solo career was starting to take off. And he was like talking about being on tour with R. Kelly, which. Mm, 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 mm. And it was like, you know, he was in the middle or he had just finished one tour and he was about to start another tour. And then that stuff came out and like, you know, he lost everything and he has had to fight to get back to whatever. I mean, I just I don't. I don't know. I guess yeah. pleasure. I mean, you started this show dating Shay Johnson, so I don't feel like you want good things for yourself. But <laughs> you know, let's get to the roots. Who are me to judge? Let's get to the roots. Who are me to judge? Mm. Well, we can move on to our last show because Love and Hip Hop Miami. Now we two episodes in, and last season I gave it six, and everybody else was like two. So hmm. you on episode two, girl. <laughs> you better bring it for episode three. You might get dropped. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not completely disappointed. You know, with the first two episodes, I am. It's some people we haven't seen that we know are coming, like how Veronica Vega career falling apart because she racist. Good for you, bitch. Suffer. Suffer. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we still haven't seen Spectacular and the shit with his dad and their interaction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, I, I mean, there's some, there's some shit. Yeah, there's some things to I'm look forward, forward to. to. That's what I'm saying. So, we two episodes in and just hope they can keep that same energy or improve it. Yeah. Correct. So, Black so, Ink Chicago. Chicago. Episode two, season five, Give Me a Smoothie, Gina. Which, I'll allow it. Um, so first off, I want to say, Ryan, you dumb as hell for not changing them locks when you took back over. Listen, uh, that location. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I want to, I want to point that out because you know, like I say, last season while the show was on and we were covering it, like Jeremy was saying, it, I'm we sure that it felt like a Ryan Henry love fest on this podcast. But when he do stupid stuff, we gonna call him on it and not changing those locks was one of the dumbest moves he's made on this show. Well, we we know we know that was set up because of Big Fish. Right. Like Big oh, Fish. Big Fish and they bullshit. I, I just want y'all to make it realistic for us. Like it's not that hard. If a motherfucker <laughs> get their shot back, the first thing they're gonna do is get the locks changed or collect the keys back from the motherfuckers that had them. So right. make it realistic for us. Stop playing in our face with certain shit. Like little details matter. Yeah, That's they a do. little detail that would definitely have helped y'all in the long run because realistically, there's no way that that motherfucker has a key to the shop still after Ryan done put him the fuck out and everybody else. Yeah, and True. he can just walk in talking about, I work here, deal with it. True. Right, nah. Like, get your I... fat ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me... <laughs> Before we get to Ryan and Van, let's... So, shout out to Don coming for the bitches next. He coming yes. for the girls okay. next. He coming for that okay. management spot. He was in there uh, bright and early. He was in there like, you hoes is nasty. Uh, <laughs> he was in there with his fabuloso. Okay. He cleaning was scrubbing, up. cleaning scrubbing. up. But you know what? That's a nigga that keep a clean house. Well, not only that, but when you when you go a couple of weeks without collecting no check, well, listen, you have that, a special kind of motivation. That, that. Listen, after he worked that shit out with four, he was like, "Oh shit, I need some money." 
listen. Also, I don't really care for that manager or the assistant bitch from last season who got yeah. drunk and passed out everywhere. <laughs> Bella that is one, Bella that and is Brittany. One, one goofy yeah. ass bitch. Both of them. Bella and Brittany, the two Bs. Mm. Listen. The Bozo Brigade. <laughs> Hello. Um, but Bella I Bozos. did laugh when Brittany was like, what was I supposed to do when Van came in? He like three or four hundred pounds. Okay. Self-awareness, okay? <laughs> I did laugh. She was like, I, well, I ain't got nothing for this big ass nigga. <laughs> I laughed. Same. And um, since we talking about Van, he is such a big dummy. Because it's like <laughs> we went from again the motivation of not not having money hit your account <laughs> clearly okay. is great because just last episode you was literally ready to fight Ryan in the street and then this episode you came with your tail tucked between your legs and it's like I just I need a home talking about well, I could tattoo anywhere and I was like, clearly not also <laughs> man that's Oh, go ahead, Curse. Oh, I was going to say, at least you can't tattoo anywhere and be on this show, because I really think that's what Van's motivation is. He don't care about that shop. He care about being on the show. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Also, Van, that tattoo was ugly as shit. What tattoo? Well. <laughs> I don't even remember him doing a tattoo. He did a tattoo? Now- yeah, when he first came in the show, because he had a, he came in with a client. Like, I remember him coming in with a client. I don't remember them showing the tattoo. I don't know. I was doing a million things at once while I was watching. Maybe I just missed it. Well, he missed shit because it was ugly as fuck. I was gonna he say, but shit. his his work is consistently mediocre in my Correct. estimation. So Correct. But yeah, I like Candace was saying in the pregame, I enjoyed Van basically having to to grovel and be like, You my family. And- Whatever and, else he was saying, and you know, I was like, "Well, shit, y'all family, but shit." The reason that you and Ryan's, you know, Ryan's own transgressions, you know, notwithstanding, you the reason you ain't you and your right. brother ain't tight, right? And I wish people you know, would get away from this idea of just because you worked at a place when it first opened, that does not mean you helped build build it into what it was, because I have not heard any receipts about what you have put into that shop. We know you didn't put no money into it because Ryan put the money into it that he got from when his sister died. Or not when she died, but you know, she gave him the money to do it. Right. And outside of that, I haven't seen in and correct please correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen or heard about any significant contributions you've made to that shop since you've been working there, other than working there. Quote unquote. That does not make you one of the people who helped build it into what it is and build it because because every time Ryan did something to try to expand the brand, you mad. You was mad. You was mad when he started selling merchandise. Like everything Ryan did to try to be bigger and better, you was mad about. Correct. So how you can sit here and fix your lips to to try to say that you helped build it from scratch and you deserve to be here and da 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 da. And it's like okay, but what did you do? Because everything that Ryan was trying to do. To put extra money into the shop's pocket, you had a problem with because he didn't run it by you. Him, him, Charmaine, how, and Danielle, the main. How thing. the fuck was you getting mad at merch? <laughs> 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 Holy shit! Do you like? I I want. If you listening, you um, you garbage truck built bitch. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Do you know how important merchandise is to businesses that provide services? 
to people? Do you know how much having a good merchandise game can offset what you have to contribute to a business? Especially no, one not. with such a strong social presence as Nine Mag. Not only just a social presence, but just in the in Chicago and a community presence. In the community, yeah. like like I know, like Curtis and Jeremy was howling when I called, you know, like for a Chicago legend. But according to them, they've been in them streets all their life. Yeah, that's fair. Like they've been in the streets of Chicago all their life, which is how they became friends before this tattooing shit started. They be they were friends before they was tattoo artists. And Ryan crazy than a motherfucker. Very few people give Ryan any static in, from what we see. True. Like he a pretty nigga who will kill you. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mm. let, let me just say this. He better than me to forgive him. I'll say that. Yeah. He better than me. Cause but yeah. I mean, you know, he, you know. He had a part in some of the way the shit went down, which is why I think he ended up forgiving him. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I like me and Mike was talking about this, and it wasn't even like the merch shit because Van was just stupid for that shit, and anybody else who was on his bandwagon, they were some fucking bozos and don't know business. But in terms of the cat shit, um, like and just how he was running the shop, he wasn't doing a good job, and nope. he had given too much power to the workers. Yeah. He had like, let a lot of he shit. Him too slide. much power. He was shitting where he was eating. That cat shit should have never happened because him and cat should have never crossed that boundary. Yeah. And then on top of that, when everybody was getting into it, he never put his foot down and was like, "Whatever going on between me and cat don't have nothing to do with y'all. If you want to keep your job, mind your fucking business." Yep. Right. So yeah. Yep. And yeah. I think part of it too is why why he forgave is just because. And I think he said it in the confessional or something, maybe that, you know, it it he respected how Van finally decided to up and apologize and he really actually tried to work to rebuild instead of just hollering and flailing and crying and bitching and moaning yeah. about yeah. not being heard. Yeah. Which yeah. and I think I I don't know I could be wrong, but just the juxtaposition of last week and this week, it really feel like some of that may not have even been Van. I feel like some of that was Jen. Yeah, could be. I, I feel really like some of that was Jen in his ear, and you know it don't take much for Van because that's been my thing the whole time. Like when Van is on his own, he's sensible. Yeah, he let We've women all, get in his ear, yeah, like Charmaine and Danielle and Jen, right. that he be flying and Cat because Cat came running to him with that sob story about Ryan let me on, Ryan did this, yeah. Ryan did that, and then here we go again. With here he go with a battery in his fat ass back. He's yeah. so fat, you gotta put a car battery in his back though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, relax. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I think we said that on the show on the show before. Like it's usually. Van, Charmaine, and Danielle, and Van only go when that when Charmaine and Danielle get the battery in his back because even with that cat shit, and you're right, Kana, she did come in with that salt story. But the main two that was leading that, you know, spill charge against Ryan, which you know, you can feel how you feel about Ryan in that situation. But the main two was Danielle and Charmaine. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Van looked like a big old pot of great northern white beans. Van looked like Chicago Rilla. 
Yeah. Like a bag of gizzards. Gizzards actually good though. We can't say that about Van. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. You're right. That's fair. He looked like a bag of marshmallow peeps. <laughs> you know what? Let's go with that because I don't like peeps. Let's go with that. Them things are evil. I don't know what that shit is. Listen, I don't know how people eat them shit. That's space cardboard that people be eating. I'm good at love. Oh, okay. Little Caesars. That too. <laughs> that too. So... So let me tell y'all how much I don't like that assistant in the in the shop manager. Wait, which is uh which the personal assistant? assistant? Uh no, the shop the shop assistant. Oh, Bella. And then Be- Bella the, the, the Bella's Bella goofy Brittany. bitch ass. Yeah, who, Bella who, Bella's a goofy. Who don't oh. really take care of that child? Gonna try to pawn it off on drunk Lily. I know right. Um, <laughs> you gonna let Tamale? But that manager time. is a fucking goofy. Yep. yep. And she got demoted because she didn't know how to shut the fuck up. Yep. And this what I let me and I because again, me and Mike got a chance to watch it together this week. And the first thing that Aww, came to our minds was no, nah, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, the first thing that came to our minds was if you work at anywhere other than this tattoo shop. You not finna go in, in your boss office and ask him why they why he hired somebody and why you gotta work with them. Yeah, not only not, we can even take it back. Like after the way that you acted and fighting his personal assistant and all the shit that you did, the fact that you came in the next day or however long I'm assuming it was the next day and did not expect to get demoted. That right. was the part that was confusing to me. Like you, right. you and also, expressly went against that man's wishes. He did not want no fighting in there. He told y'all to go on with all that bullshit. And then, then after Lily and the girl got into it, here you go trying to fight her on the on the back end. Right. You lucky he didn't fire your ass. And because I was about to be to quite s- honest, anybody else probably would have. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Also, damn. Um, and speaking of Ryan, like that, that was Ryan of a couple of seasons ago. Shit, they that that um they would have been drinking in that bitch. You would have um probably would have escalated worse than that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I give him his roses because he he is visibly trying to do things different. Yeah. So I'll yeah. give him his his little bit on that. And he also, would, shit, Van and Ford shutting the fuck up and letting him do what he do. Yeah. Which is what that assistant should have uh, not the what's what the shop manager Brittany should have done with her stupid ass. Right. Cause that would have been a couple of seasons ago. Van would have Van would have been boohooing and shit. Four probably would have said four and Don would have probably said something stupid. They were like, okay, this is Ryan show, I'm gonna shut the fuck up and let him handle this shit. Mm-hmm. Look at especially niggas growing. Cause, especially because he's opening the second shop. So you already know that the, the newer people was heading over to the new shop. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all stupid. Tell them. Come on, London. (laughs) Tell them. (laughs) But yeah, she was very, very stupid for all that. And she got her hand called for. When he was like, when Ryan was like, what you mean? Just right now. Listen. (laughs) Listen. But the fact that she was so self unaware that she didn't realize that her talking made him make that decision on the fly. Because he didn't come in there with that decision made. (laughs) If because four had a point, he was like, Well, shit, 
both you and Don can manage. He, y'all, two um, eyes in the sky for Ryan. What's the problem with that? Her ass talking about. And did did he? Um, and then Ryan agree, and then Brittany said like. He asked her like, "Do you have a problem?" And she was like, "Shit, I just wanted to be one man." And then that's yeah, when he, he said was that like, shit. "Oh, so you wanted to be one manager?" She was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Okay, cool. <laughs> it's gonna be done." <laughs> right. I was like, "Congratulations, congratulations, bitch! You played yourself. You played yourself, dumbass." When you do bozory, when you do bozory. Speaking of bozos. Speaking of hands, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch uh, got that wig pulled right off with her yeah. nine five. Listen, right I like the fuck we off. have to admit she don't have as much hands as we thought she did. No, we we called that at the time. We knew that she didn't have that much hands. We just we because we called it was like, but it was like, yeah, she beat Charmaine and Danielle to fuck up, but it was Charmaine and Danielle. Yeah, it's a, because it remember extra. we said that when she was fighting Cobra and was like, okay, clearly yeah. Lily don't have no hands, right? Cause she got beat the fuck up by what's the girl name? What's junior girlfriend name? Juliana, Adriana, yeah. Adriana, something yeah. Anna. Yeah, she beat the fuck out of Lily. Beat the fuck up Anna. Beat well, yeah. well. Listen, you talk talking about the hands coming back to clap. Ooh. Okay, Ooh, she beat the shit out of Lily. They just did the wheels on the bus. <laughs> the Lilies on the bus go around and around. The concussions on the bus. Okay. <laughs> That's mm. that's really it. She beat the shit out of Lily. Lily in the CTE protocol. Mm. Like two weeks in a row, Lily then got her head smacked around. Call it bitch pinata. Loose tamales just everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done, Candace. <laughs> I was trying not to recycle that joke from last week, but I appreciate it, Candace. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I'm always here. Uh, pinata. <laughs> well, mm. um, well, speaking of speaking of freaky like four, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> listen, I love us for real. Listen, <laughs> Mike standing here talking about yuck, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, for real. You know how you know how freaky you got to be to send your undercarriage, like, <laughs> like even as a woman, I don't think I did send Mike no angles like that and shit. Like he really got me feeling inadequate. As I was gonna say, bitch. girl, you gonna you gonna have to step your cookies up. I'm gonna have to step <laughs> up. His four out here sending his undercarriage. Uh, and he like he like circled around like it was a Facebook 3D photo. I was like, wow. He did. He was he was trying to show that girl exactly the meal she was about to receive. When he said, "Cause I just I'm a freaky ass nigga who like freaky shit," and I was like, "You should have been said that because right. we've been new. Right. We've been new. Right. You can still have your woman." And I appreciate them not trying to throw no gay shit in there. Yeah. Although, you know, it's been on the internet and stuff, but we talked about that when it happened. Um, yeah. But I appreciate them not doing that and t- trying to take that low hanging fruit on the show. Yeah, me too. Because I mean, I didn't, I didn't see nothing gay about it. It was just, it was just like, to me, he was just stupid and weird. Like, it was yeah. like it's weird for you to be sending this to a perfect fucking stranger. 
Like those, right. like that. That shit was so intimate. That's something you say for the final level of being nasty with somebody you fuck with. Like yep. to just be sending that to a stranger and you know that you on TV and, and what like what these chicks could be on. I was like, you just a fucking idiot. You a yeah. real goofy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, four and Don ain't the brightest of niggas, so you know they not. Yeah. But they both can call me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we know this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta be smart to get your gooch licked. You sure don't. <laughs> and more look like he bathed and he listened. That gooch was perfectly primed too. Yeah, he, he was all he was all he had handled all his landscaping. Mm-hmm. He definitely was trying to get his asshole late. He and he has experienced that before. Yeah, he finally admitted it. And and shout out, Charmaine get on my nerves, but shout out to her for doing yeah. her job, but doing it in a way where she didn't further throw her friend under the bus. Yeah, I yeah. was pleasantly surprised <coughs> at how she handled that interview. And she made she directed the conversation so that they didn't linger for too long. Yeah. And she made it, you know, so they they were laughing and it was joking, you know what I'm saying? Because it could have took a real homophobic turn real quick. Real yeah. quick. So I did appreciate that. I Listen, I, I think I, I said it last, last week, like, Charmaine, she's good at this radio shit. She is. Just she, like, do that, needed, girl. Just do that. ever tried to come back to that don't, shop. I think the only reason she's there now is just because, you know, for the check. Yeah. But she, for in real life, she needs to stay out of tattoo shops and further her radio career. I feel yep. like one the chick, I agree, and then two, I feel like she and I. I think we're gonna see it next week. She just want to mend that that bridge with Ryan. Which well, mm. well, here's the thing, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, and I and I and it's because I saw on Twitter some people say you know he being easier on you know, getting back right with the men and the women. Um, Charmaine and Ryan do not have the relationship that Ryan for Van and Don have. Cause like, she, a tra- and, she a transplant. Huh? She a transplant. Ain't she? Yeah. She's from new Orleans Well, or Baton Rouge or some shit like that. Yeah. And her, her connect to Chicago is Danielle, who is her cousin. Right. But, who we you know, pleasantly yeah. have not seen this season yet. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully. No, Hopefully she's gonna we show don't. Up. God damn it. I saw her in the previews, but damn, damn. Um, Duck tears. Woo! So Ryan's <laughs> unwillingness to forgive her is because she they not as close as he is with the guys. And, yeah. and not Kat, only that, but she was one of the main ones carrying the the, the pitchfork and the torch. Yeah. yeah. On the Lynch Ryan train. Like yeah. so yeah, he got a right to be made. Because not only I know you talked about it earlier with Van uh having an issue with everything that Ryan did, shit Charmaine did too. Out, yeah. Just on the business side. Not yeah, even the like I said, shit. And the thing about it is that and even in her little apologies to Ryan, she still has never been able to take accountability. Yeah. Like always trying to put everything on Ryan. Yeah. I and mean, it's like, but a lot Ryan, of it but Ryan, like, girl, Ryan ain't do none of you. Like, like, again. like when they showed that footage and she was like, you've been disrespectful to everybody here. and We've been nothing but respectful to you. I was like, you lying motherfucker. So, but what you can know. you expect? Because she fucking a nigga with a questionable hairline. So well. it looked like somebody lined him up with a big toenail. 
<laughs> like it looked like pain. somebody clipped a big toe and then used it to to line his head up. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can't find the lie. It looked like she did it herself, right? With her sweaty armpits. Oh, mm-hmm. it like she like both of them got drunk one night and she just went to the nigga like, "Let me do your hairline," and did it with like a fork or some shit. Mm-hmm. I will say, since we're talking about it, shout out to whoever um, got a promotion or maybe they hired somebody to improve Lily's glam because she has been looking nice until she got beat the fuck up. <laughs> Fair. Hey, when, that, when the assistant was like, where's your, how's your wig? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, look at her. She came in here with all black. <laughs> she said, what happened to your wig? That white girl was talking big shit. She was. And, and, and she was right, and which is, <laughs> she like, yeah, when, when Ryan say something, bitch, it goes. Like, what, what's the argument? Yeah, she like you don't go into no other job drinking. So why you trying to come into this one to do tattoos drinking? Mm-hmm. And now you because you mad about what Ryan's saying, you trying to take it out on me. Oh, she coming in here acting like she running stuff. All she doing is reiterating what Ryan said. Now was she doing a bit much? Yes. Yeah. But was it? I mean, shit. If she know the history of that shop like the rest of us do, that's probably why she was doing too much. Yeah, that was my only thing. Like she. She just, she just did a lot. That was my only thing about it. But if if I was Lily in that situation, I just would have ignored her and just focused on what the fuck my boss said and be like, okay, right. Like right. you doing a you doing a lot and it ain't really your place, but I'm ignore you because my boss is talking. But what my thing is, Lily said what she had to say. So the fact that you kept going and kept going and kept like you just wanted to fight her. You thought you was gonna be able to punk that white girl. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing happened is is your wig was gonna be go. <laughs> you looking the fuck stupid. You, you threw that drink at her and you got beat the fuck up. Ooh, we look trash. <laughs> <laughs> the lily looking trash. <laughs> oh, mm. uh, when you do t- when you do tamales, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> lily built like an empanada. <laughs> 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 like girl you better do like Charmaine and go get you a new body shit okay she can't afford it cause she ain't been working <laughs> she, she needs to work she done had a birthday party spent all her money got beat the fuck up by Jean <laughs> threw a fence she needs to work threw a fence through a fence. No, not only through a fence, but through a fence, and it was uh one of the bodyguards was standing on the side of the fence too, and she was still beating Lily the fuck up. Ooh, Lord. Mm. Mm. Well, now, that so was for... funny, but mm. let me tell you something, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me the fuck up at my own birthday party. I'm coming for you. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm coming for Ravine. It ain't gonna be no peace in Chicago till I find Jen. I'm sorry. <laughs> you beat me up on my birthday, bitch. And through <laughs> and through a fence. And through a fence. Like I got I got to like I got to find you. And she was Look. like, oh, Van, oh fat funky ass. He in here. Just stay away from me. <laughs> 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 now I ain't gonna lie, I, I I I was with her on that one. I ain't gonna lie, I was, but I was, I was like, girl, I'm, Van never even clocked her. He doesn't. He do not like Van. Do not care about her. I don't even remember why Jen was so mad at uh, Lily last week. 
I think she was just trying to ham it up for the camera. <laughs> yeah. Because I was going to say, did, didn't they squash their little whatever the fuck? Because when it last season, when they got into whatever, and Jen was like, okay, girl, I hear what you're saying, but I don't yeah. really give a fuck. But they was getting into it um, during the off season too, on Instagram. Oh, on yeah, Instagram, on Instagram, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then, oh, so that was one of my questions because so Lily invited Bella and her daughter to move in with her. And I'm trying to figure out who gave Lily an apartment because Big Fish. Weren't we talking about how, or wasn't Jen and Van dragging home Instagram about how she got evicted? <laughs> yes. Got yep. that apartment and they got evicted. Like, who the hell gave Lily an apartment? There's an apartment she got by herself. How you afford this apartment by yourself? You've done no work the whole season. Okay. <laughs> You've done Let's... like one tattoo. Listen, when Big Fish want to finagle some drama, <laughs> I guess so. And that was the fuck stupid. And then Bella dumbass talking about, I didn't tell her that I'm going out. Girl, you just moved in. You going to leave your baby with this woman that you don't even know? Okay. Listen. Ooh, like, you're not even going to stay and make sure that your daughter and the woman get along. You're just going to leave her with her so you can go out the first night you move in? I was like, girl, I'm not trying to judge you. I know you're a single mother and you're doing the best I'm that you can. You. But listen, bitch, listen, I definitely was judging. But bitch, <laughs> I wasn't listen. trying to judge, but the judgment jumped out. Listen, okay. I was like, I was when like you, when you sound the fuck stupid. When you, hey, Bella, one of them ones that like sacrifice. <laughs> hey, remember that question on Twitter was like, <laughs> What it was like? Oh yeah, if you got to yep. save your husband or kid from the burning fire. Yes, Bella definitely <laughs> would say the husband. I was oh, that was I, weird. I, Bella strike me as a type. To, oh God, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. That's not nice. They ain't never stopped us before. That's Thanks. true. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> Bella don't even strike me as a type that would save the husband or the child. She seemed to me like she would save the alcohol and the drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or let both of them die and get the insurance money or some shit. She not that smart. Fair, very fair. She not that smart. Very fair. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Um, yep. Black Ink Crew Chicago continues to be the front runner for me. Um, hopefully the next episode of Married to Medicine is better and then they can give us a break because I'm tired of them bitches. Yep. Um, and Hip Hop Miami. Nope. I don't know. I want somebody to get beat the fuck up already. Y'all doing all this drink throwing and all this. Somebody need to get beat up. Throw hands, not drinks. Thank you. Or throw a bitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> throw no drink. I'm tired of that. <laughs> and then... Loving hip hop in New York. Mona, Mona girl, fuck you. The only thing that I can say about that is just that my trash shot is very attracted to Joe Budden for some reason. <laughs> Outside of that, they can keep it. Because he and is I, attractive. He's and attractive. And, <laughs> and, I, do he, look, and, he, and I, I like looked at his Instagram and he be dressing and shit now and I be like, ooh. Yeah. He didn't got and that I, little money and he didn't cleaned it up. But it's, I just. Yeah, he I, got that Spotify money. Speak Spotify, we here. Help us, please. We're poor. <laughs> Hello? Yes. We are, we are up and coming. And we, we're trying to get shit done the yeah, right way. We, we too would like to rebrand. <laughs> 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 
and we have not beat the baby out of nobody. <laughs> well, you don't even have to start it this far down well. with us as you <laughs> Right. It don't need, it's not going to take nearly as much. Nope. Okay. Candace already got her Twitter account. And Twitter uh, keeps suspending me, so you don't even got to scrub my uh, tweets. And I don't even tweet like that no more. The only thing you got to do is get Jeremy to get <laughs> Spotify. We are here, girl. We here. And we ain't going nowhere. My shit stay suspended. You don't even have to scrub my tweets. They don't exist. Yep. And I've already scrubbed mine. Listen, we are primed and ready for you to come through with a check and a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love us for real. Because we uh, looking, we looking to bring you all this flawless noise, okay? Okay. Ooh. Speaking oh. of, so yeah, that wraps up this episode, you guys. Uh use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod when you listen and you tweet or you post on Instagram so we can see what y'all have to say. Shout out to everybody that tags us and stuff that they see on Twitter and Instagram. Please continue to do that. Shout out to our one uh uh, supporter and listener that DM'd us on Instagram asking about the merch. So the merch store, uh, we took it down. Since we're in the process of transitioning to the new network, we're going to do something different with the merch. So the site, that site is down for now, but Candace and I are working. We're going to have merch. We, we're going to try to have it uh, on the new website by the 1st or sometime in February. And then y'all can get y'all's merch so y'all can be ready for the summer to be looking thotty. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Because don't so, nothing go better with no coochie cutters than a Ratchet Ramblings t-shirt. Yep. Get you a throw hands not drink shirt. Put you on some coochie cutters. And then yeah. throw hands not drinks. Amen. Don't be no JoJo out here. <laughs> mm. Oof. The land before JoJo. <laughs> she definitely looked like one of Rita Repulsa monsters. You know how when Finster used to put them little clay in that that machine. Yep, she looked remember, like that. Remember that pig monster that was you? <laughs> we here, we here, we here. I was about to say we here. Kyle was about to say. Oh, that big monster that was eating everything. I remember he ate the Yellow Ranger and everything. <laughs> that JoJo. Curtis Wheel, because I don't think it is. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> we out. We'll see y'all next week. Bye bye.